It's a real story. No, it's absolutely a real story because uh, I want it to be a real story. Yeah, well, you want it to be. Okay, but that aside, do you really think it's a real story? Yes. You do. I do. Okay, here's the story we're talking about, folks. It, Kevin Love, Cleveland just traded the farm to Minnesota in order to get his services for this year so they can build that around LeBron and all those first-round draft picks, some less number now. But um, they're building this big team for LeBron. They're bringing Kevin Love as the complimentary Pippen option. And what are we, six games into the season? Something like that. Depends on which team. Depends yeah. on which team. But we're, we're, we're only a handful of games into his first season in Cleveland. And reports are already getting out that Kevin Love wants out of Cleveland. Despite the fact that this team is probably the best team in the East when it's all said and done. They're probably going to the NBA Finals for the first time. He's never re- been to the playoffs, right? Like, it's embarrassing. No. And he's been in the league a while. Minnesota has been that bad. And now he wants out of Cleveland like immediately, immediately. And I've lived in Ohio. I lived in Ohio for four years. And I can tell you right now, you'd want out too after five games if you had to still live there. Wow. I don't think this whole story is true. What do you mean you don't think this whole story is true? Well, it's not true. There is no way that the city of Cleveland has a professional basketball team. Oh, that might be true. Yeah. No. uh, (laughs) I just think it's, I'm just very dubious of the timing of this. It's time because it's six games into the season, Cavaliers, all of a sudden he's already complaining. That they're just they're seems not like gelling. A couple years ago, the Miami Heat were eleven and ten that first year. They start out eleven and ten. The Boston Celtics, I believe, started under five hundred in their first like ten, twenty games. It takes a little time for teams to gel and figure out their rules. I mean, the, the problem with the Cavs right now is Kyrie and LeBron. Well, Kyrie is supposed to be the point guard, but he, you know, he didn't have an assist in like a game and a half or something like that. That's right. Now LeBron's taking over, and he's the point guard now for half the game. Isn't that exciting? LeBron dishing the dimes. That's what he's known for. He's great, but no, he is a great passer. He's only known for dishing the dimes when there's two seconds left in the game, and he doesn't want to take the final shot. Yeah. That's the LeBron I love. Wow. I just went there. Okay. Fair enough. And Kyrie Irving can't get along with LeBron. you can say that after last year. I mean, you could have said that before last year. After he didn't win in the finals. Yeah, but it was a different kind of season for him, too. He hit a lot of game-winning shots or game-tying shots or important shots where he, before he was, you know, he has shrunk. He has been the shrinking Violet in the finals and in the playoffs and at the end of games. Violet Beauregard? Violet Beauregard. Did he eat the blueberry gum? Don't eat blueberries that aren't yours. Yeah. And um, don't fall into the chocolate river, Augustus Gloop. Don't do it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to guess what episode this is, Brent? 69? 69. Celebrate good time. I don't even know. It's episode 69 of Raisin, Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we're gonna. this is a jam-packed show, everybody. We got more NFL talk than you can shake a stick at. So many interesting things are going on in the NFL right now that we have to make reference to. Mm-hmm. And then glide over without giving actual facts or jokes. Yeah, and we're gonna nail that. And we're getting that done. More importantly than an NFL Ray, definitely more important is the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, ladies and gentlemen, we are all caught up, and we're gonna be talking about the newest episode. Another good one. Has there been a bad? Has there been a stinker all 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 season long? No, no. Every episode has been great. Yep. Not just good. Great. Tony the Tiger. Approves. He does. Uh, we got our. This is fantasy rival week for the uh, fantasy football Raisin Brent League. So guess who's playing each other, Brent? You and I. Oh, I thought you were going to say Riley Smith and Benny because that's also correct. That's also correct. Drunk history versus True Blood. Mm-hmm. Whew, who would have thought it? Yeah. But me and you were also playing each other. Well, I would have thought it because I I put the schedule well, together. You you booked it. Yeah. So, but me and you are playing each other, and we're actually recording this right before Monday Night Football. Oh, Brent, so close. <laughs> this is so annoying because. You know, I I really need a win. You don't necessarily need a win. I always need a win. But it would be nice. I need a win just to to fend off some of these guys trying to keep me out of the playoffs, Ray. I'm one of those people. (laughs) No, you're ahead of me, though. So, And I'm trying to keep you out of the playoffs. Oh, that's true. And as as of Monday night before the game, you and I have the highest, two highest scores in the league. We have the two high, with each one player to go. So one of us is going to lose. With with one of the highest scores in the entire league. Annoying. We're both up over 100 points, which is very good for our league. And Brent has like a 1.6 point lead on me. 
Something like, like that. Like one and a half points, yeah. except I have LaShawn McCoy, and Brent has... Greg Olson. Greg Olson, the tight end, and both those guys could go for a bunch of points tonight. Yeah. It is, it, it is definitely like, up in the air. I feel like you're definitely going to... I mean, McCoy's going to... Would I you say know. he's the real McCoy? No. Would you say if he wins, it's shady business? No. Uh, what would you say? I would say that you won. Oh. That'd be factually correct. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk a little bit about the SEC college football. Are you telling me Nebraska, there's a chance? Mm-hmm. There's a chance? It's a little chance. Little, we're going to talk about that. Just Brent doesn't want to. But and also, later on, we're definitely going to be talking about the Human Genome Project. The Human Genome Project, the one that Eugene was working on. That's right. Beautiful. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about all that and more right after three seconds of... Def Leppard. <laughs> NFL, week 10. Week 10. We're over halfway through the NFL season right now. Can you even believe it? How? Yeah, this this season's gone by super fast. It really has. Yes, it, it has. I, mean, <laughs> I thought you'd have more to say about that. It's just gone by super fast. And the thing about this season, too, just as an overriding arc of the NFL season is it just seems like nobody, there's no dominant team. There's no dominant team. Nobody's everybody, safe. Everybody has gotten beat by a bad team once or a team yep. that they should have lo- they should have beat at 100%, least once. 100%. And everybody has destroyed another team once, it seems like, except for the Raiders. Well, the Raiders are well on their way to being the new relevant mm-hmm. winless team in yep. NFL history. Oh, and they're 0-9 right now. I believe what happens now, Ray, is the Raiders are 0-9. Yes. Oh, here's, before I say this. The Raiders the other day were up 10 to 6. Yes, they were. Right before, right before halftime. Yes. And then about five minutes of game time later, they were down 34 to 10. Yes, they were. Wow. <laughs> well, suddenly Denver remembered that's, that they were Denver and Oakland was the Raiders. That's our Raiders. Anyway, I believe that what's going to happen is that I'm going to make a prediction right now. The Raiders will finish 0 16, exercising the demons of the Detroit Lions. So you're on my side about this. From now. what year? What, what year was that? 2008. Only six years ago. Only six years ago. Only six years ago, the Detroit Lions were the first defeated team. All losses. The Raiders will exercise that, leading to the Detroit Lions championship run. (laughs) Stop trying to jinx us. How dare you? Now, so you're on my side with this now, because a couple weeks ago, you said they were going to pick up two games. I didn't say that. You absolutely said that. I said they could win two games. You said your belief was that the Raiders would pick up two of their final uh, eight games and finish the season two and 14. We have that on the record. They still could. David, wind it back. Here we go. They still could. They still could. But I know this. They have to play the Chiefs twice. Right. Did I just... I did a Brady. What's his name? Brady. They had to play the Chiefs twice. My voice is changing. Doing a Brady hoke? Ray... I need a book on puberty. Can you send it, please? Guys, uh, David, can you send that in, please? <laughs> send in our, re- our resident puberty expert. Hey, we keep on hey. staff. Mm-mm. Yes. So. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so the Raiders, I'm telling you right now, their schedule is murderous. They have a game against, I believe, Buffalo in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They have to play the Chiefs twice. And I believe they still have Cleveland on the schedule. But Cleveland, as stands no, right I now. Thought they are, no, they already, oh, they already lost they already to Cleveland. Lost okay. to Cleveland. Okay. But Cleveland's a first place team, too. They are now. That's unbelievable. Yeah. They're terrible. They're a product of their schedule, right? They're not good. They are a product of their schedule. There's a couple teams like that. Cleveland, obviously Detroit. God dare you. I would say the New York Jets are a product of their schedule. They are better than a 2-8 team. No, they are not, sir. Only because they played murderous teams every single week. They did not. They had to play the Bears. (laughs) (laughs) See, he can't even even say it with a straight face anymore. They did have have a run there about five weeks in a row, and the Bears were part of that. Yeah, welcome to the NFL. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough for them. You can't play a great team like the Detroit Lions and think that you're not going to escape unscathed. And how about those J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 getting on the board. Get on the board against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Your right. boy, Ben Roethlisberger. Right. Yep. 12 now, touchdowns in two weeks. How many? Remember everybody before the game? How many is he going to throw for? Four, five, six touchdowns again against the Jets? How about like one? Yeah. How about he wasn't very good and the Jets shut him down on their way? Hey, they only got to win three more games three out of their more final games. They six. just have to go three and three I'm now. I'm telling you right now, three and three, and it's Ooh, feeling good. I felt a lot Michael better when, Vick, it was gonna be, it. when it was going to be two and four. I thought it felt a lot better. You might you might have something, right? but I still don't think they're going to win three games. I still believe. I'm like Parappa the Rapper. I got to believe. Ba-da-ba-da-bow. Bing. Stop and turn. Your signal's on the left. Stop, Stop and turn. 
a signal to the left. And that's the way you're going to get your license. Parappa the Rapper. In any case, yes, your J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They get on the board against the Pittsburgh Steelers in the game that nobody saw coming. Who would have possibly picked the Jets in their picks? Probably the guy in last place that's desperate. Oh, this guy. I did. Yeah, I picked the Jets in that game. The I last picked place the Jets. guy who's desperate has to make crazy picks. I wouldn't say it's crazy when it works. Crazy like Our that. league is, oh, here's the, we're in a picks league, and it's so jacked up right now because everybody just goes chalk every single week. They just all pick favorites. Well, right. You're, nobody, nobody picks uh, against the grain. It's that's insane. what I would say if I was in last place, too. It just makes it very hard in order to get over because well, people are just all picking the same You shouldn't have got that team. far behind. I was making good picks. You were not. They just didn't work. Yeah. How dare you? I made cr- good picks that didn't work. All I'm doing is I'm falling behind people who just bet the favorites in You're every right. single game all the time. That's I made not a way to get picks. ahead. I made correct picks that were just wrong. <laughs> That's correct. How dare I you? I made tasty food that just tasted terrible. I made tasty food that nobody liked. I mean, what are you talking you about? Doing. You're saying things are the opposite of each other. Speaking of opposite of each other, you know the reason why the Pittsburgh Steelers lost to the JETS 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 Jets. I, I you know who they were I, hanging I think, out during hanging out with uh, during the uh, yeah. during the week leading up to it. Mm-hmm. The uh, the heat sucker. He's like Drake, if, right? If you're if you're doing well, you just suddenly get a visit from. Hey guys, it's me, your best friend, Justin Bieber. Justin, the Biebs. When the Biebs shows up in your locker room, just go ahead and call this upcoming game a bye week because you cannot win it. You cannot win it if the Biebs comes to visit you. That means that one, you're a flash in the pan, and two, you're jinxed. You don't want to be the team of Bieber. You let the Raiders be the team of Bieber. Because just like Bieber, the Raiders don't score very much either. Hey, everybody! Welcome to episode 69. I don't think I don't think you can say that Justin Bieber is always a jinx. But, you know. Can't never, you? Never say never. You just do what I think you just did. <laughs> well, the be- you know the best team in football right now. Yeah, I do know. It's a team that was not much was expected of them. Correct. I mean, they had, they did get into the playoffs last year. They were way up, so, and they lost to the Colts. They started out 0-2, and Rodney Harrison said, the Chiefs are done. No, that's not the team and we're talking about. ever since then, the Kansas City Chiefs, 6-1. No, that's not. With only a very controversial loss, let's say, at San Francisco in Alex There's Smith's There's nothing contra- controversial about that. Yeah, well, usually the team with, with less points wins. So I feel like the Chiefs should have won. Now, there were some weird calls. In the- anyway, to answer your question... More succinctly, it is your Kansas City Chiefs. It is not. It is the Arizona Cardinals at 8-1. and one. And here's my question. Are they for real? It's weird I'm even asking this question. They're a great team, but now that Carson Palmer has gone down officially for the season with an ACL injury, do the Arizona Cardinals have any chance? Do they even make the playoffs, I have to ask you? Well, they make the playoffs, but okay. I still can't just... I. I guess they're going to have to prove it to me. because I. What else do they need to prove? They, they, they're beating everybody uh, on their schedule. Win a game in December. Win a playoff game? It's still very hot in Arizona in December, sir. I, I don't care. I'm just saying when the, when the pressure is ratcheted up, when it comes to be close to playoff time, then what happens? I'm not talking about them playing in the snow like some teams that are wussy teams live in the snow-laden country and can't play in the snow. No. no I'm not b- talking about your Detroit Lions. Nobody should have to play in snow. It's an abomination. Everyone should have to. It's an abomination. Keep going. Anyway. Arizona Cardinals, if they get in a few more wins under their belt, they can just coast the rest of the season, though. Well, you would think so, but there's still Seattle and San Fran nipping at the heels. That is correct. That is correct. Five and four, six and four. All get, so. getting yeah. it done right now. And San Francisco in controversial fashion. But you know who goes to Arizona this upcoming Sunday? The battle of the one versus two seeds of the NFC. The winner will be have to be declared the best team in all of football. You have to declare it. You're... Detroit Lions are on the road in Arizona where they traditionally play horrifically. No matter how good Arizona is, Detroit goes on the road there, and they are typically awful. But those cardiac cats in their last three games were down in the fourth quarter or tied, but mostly down, fighting their way back with game-winning scores to win their last three games in a row. Seven and two. First place in the NFC North, your Detroit Lions. Hmm. You know who has to go to Arizona to play? On December 7th. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. <laughs> That's a tough I don't know. To, Our two teams could be the two teams to take them down. I would have to say. I mean, it's a, clearly, clearly anybody watching this NFL season should be saying to themselves, this is obviously a Lions-Chiefs Super Bowl, right? I, look, I mean, we can all pretty much admit that that's <laughs> clearly where it's that'd going. That would be amazing. Oh, my goodness. Um, I couldn't even talk to you for I, like two weeks. Arizona, 
I just can't buy into them with with, with Drew Stanton as their quarterback. Drew Stanton, great superstars like Andre Ellington and some rookie named Brown at wide receiver who does the floppy arm dance. Yeah, you telling me you can't believe in these guys? I just they have. Do to they still have Andre me. Wadsworth on defense? Oh my God. Is he still there? I don't believe so. How are they doing it? And they're beating good teams. They went to Dallas and shut them down. I know. I, 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 they're just playing good football. I guess that's the long and short of it. You know, they're not, good they're defense. not beating themselves. They're not beating themselves and they score enough points to win. Yep. It's not sexy. Is this why like nobody likes them? Who, who in media is giving hub to the well, uh, Arizona Cardinals right now? Here's the thing. You know, everyone wants to talk about the stars. Who's the star on the team? Carson the, Palmer. Yeah, was he? Aye. And he's out for the year now. Yikes. Uh, a couple years ago, you would have said, Larry Fitzgerald. He exists in he's name only. Not the, he's not the dominant player he once was. I mean, this is this is the telling thing about the Cardinals from the media perspective, is they're piling up all these wins. They're really racing out ahead. And what was the talk two weeks ago from Arizona? Hey, can't can they just trade uh, Larry Fitzgerald to a team that wants him, like New England? That's the trade. Like, that's the talk, though. It's not, hey, these Arizona Cardinals, man, they're finding ways to win. They're pretty good. They okay. could really just beat anybody. These guys are world beaters. It's, when are they going to get rid of the players I like from that team so I can care about them again? If I'm being really honest, Ray, and I said this a little bit about Detroit, and I meant it to a lesser extent that I actually really, really mean it here. Okay. Okay? I feel like Arizona is going to re- be revealed as a fraudulent team. Like the okay? Chiefs were last year. Uh, I mean, let's be fair. They well, started the year like ten and two, and then they, and the Chiefs were not that uh, they were not a, a ten and they team. were a product, they were not a nine and team. They, they were, were a product of their they schedule. They were a good team. They weren't a great team. Now I think they showed in the playoffs that they could hang with teams in the playoffs because that well, they shown this year they could hang with yeah. teams. Yeah, now, I don't doubt it. Here's who because there's teams that that they beat that you know we thought were good and now they're are they that good? You know, here's 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 who Arizona has beat so far. Okay. They won by one point against San Diego. And at the time, we thought that San Diego, San Diego was the number one ranked team after five weeks of the season. And if you remember that game, San Diego was up by like 10 points or something. San Diego should have won that game. They should have won that game. Yes, they should have. Okay. Winning teams find a way to win. Second that. game, the New York Giants. They are terrible. They're not great. They're average, below average. They're not terrible. They beat the Niners at home. The Niners are Niners six are above and average. Four. Yeah. They're above average, but they're not. Five and four, I think. Yeah, okay. They're not like the team we thought they were going to be, though, right? They are. Well, a lot of we people thought they a were. A lot of people thought they were going to go to the to the Super Bowl. They're they're not that level. Oh, they could. I, no, I don't know. A lot of remember before we made our predictions before we started the season, we said San Francisco takes a step back this year because of all those defensive players on suspension and injury and all that. And they have taken a step back, but they're still good. They okay. can still beat anybody. They could. They also lost. But they're to, not a dominant team. They also right lost now. to the Bears. They're not a dominant home. team. Correct. They're not dominant. Okay. Uh, then they go to De- to Denver and got their butts handed to them. Yeah. Forty-one to twenty. Yep. Okay. That's their only loss. Then they season, beat though. the Redskins, who are terrible. Uh, they're average. They're average, below average. They're terrible. They're equal to the Giants. Uh, terrible. Yeah. Uh, then they go play Oakland. They're terrible. They're terrible. That's the worst team in football. I don't. They're, even if they're not the worst team in football, then worst record. They go and they play Philadelphia, and they get dominated yardage wise the whole game. And then. And then they come back at the very end and score a touchdown and win. That's winning football. Okay, thank you. But they. But did Philadelphia get, is good. They did get dominated. But that's a good team. Uh, okay. Then they beat Dallas. That's a okay, good team. I'll give, the, I'll give you that one. That's, a, that's, that's at Dallas. In Dallas. Yeah, that's a good win. That was an impressive that's victory, too. And they beat them. And then they, they beat, beat them. And then they beat St. Louis. Uh, who who so is very. Many... No, but St. Louis is very, very good in the West, though. St. Louis just beat the 49ers on the road. But they're still. They're, they're not good. They can't beat anybody outside the division. But I get, in the division, St. Louis is a tough battle. Look, I get that the division games are a little tougher. They're still. There's still a team that doesn't have a quarterback. That's correct. Drew Stanton, And they sir. don't have a running back either. Bruce Arians said, we can win with Drew Stanton. They don't have a running back or a quarterback, and their defense is all banged up. So where's the impressive wins there? There's one win against Dallas. Dallas is impressive. And maybe... San Diego's still impressive. No, it's not. Still impressive. Why? Because San Diego does not suck. San Diego does suck. They, do not, they beat the Chiefs. No, they didn't. Oh, I just made that up. I was the Chiefs was won at San Diego. I was hoping it would be true. Because <laughs> I haven't been paying attention to San, I mean, Diego, San Diego for the first San five Diego, weeks. San Diego, okay, they won. I just found out they're like five and four right now. Yeah, they were five and one. Oh, they were five and one. They lost their last three games. And badly. They yeah. lost 37 nothing to the Dolphins. Yes. And then, you know, the Dolphins are a very impressive team. 37 nothing to beat San Diego, a team that's still above 500. To Let's go on the road and get dominated by a Detroit Lions team. My point: We're th- three steps away from where we were. The point is, yes, that's right. San Diego's not that good. 
Uh, San Diego's pretty good. Hey, if you're above 500, you're pretty good. They're one game worse than the Chiefs right now. What more needs to be said? Yeah, but they're going on the way down. Kansas City's won six out of seven. They lost the last three. That's the escalators. You, but Kansas, each other. Kansas City lost to Tennessee. Therefore, your argument's invalid. Yeah, they lost to Tennessee in week one. Yep. That was a long time ago, Ray. You know how Different much that team. counts? Just as much as next week. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'm just saying that does that it counts. That doesn't mean that's where the teams are right now. So uh, to wrap up this Arizona talk right here, I'll let you know next week firsthand because I am going Raisin Brand exclusive. I am going to Arizona. I have tickets already bought for your Detroit Lions. Yep. The number two seed in the NFC. Going to the number one seed in the NFC in a true juggernaut battle of the Titans. Can the Detroit Lions They are both about beat, as good as the Titans. You're right. Beat Drew Stanton and the dominant Arizona Cardinals How lucky team. you guys getting? Just, just keep playing backup quarterback after backup quarterback. What are the backup quarterbacks we played this year? Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater's a starter. He's He is now that everyone's injured. He's the Matt starter. Matt Castle is the starter, sir. Oh, no, he was never the starter. Yes, Teddy he was. Bridgewater's a starter. Matt Castle's the starter. He was really going to be the starter. And yes, we played against Kyle Orton, but Kyle Orton's much better than Kyle EJ. Orton. Kyle Orton's way better than EJ Manuel. You got to play that's against, not that's not you, good. You got to play against Jay Cutler. Well, he's starter in thank name you. only. Yeah, thank he's you. He's a Sino. Who else did you play? Let's pull up Detroit's. Uh, a guy named Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Boy, got lucky. Dodged that bullet. Aaron Rodgers. He, uh, two-time Super Bowl champion Eli Manning. <laughs> he's terrible. Champion. Oh, now I see oh, why we, you're saying the Giants are good we, because you guys beat them in Week One. We made them look so great. bad. We're we doing made them a look nationwide bad. podcast. You can't let your homerism make you sound I, like a local a yokel because you're saying the Giants are good. The Giants are getting torched in their own hometown. They're not good. Giants are still winning games. They are not. They're when three and five right now, right? Three and six now. <laughs> That's three wins. Louise, right? They're only three games worse than the Chiefs. I don't even know what to say. Like, are we doing a? Are we just like saying what we? Th- should I just start talking about who has the prettiest helmets too? Oh my gosh, dude! Yes, the Detroit Lions it's the have Chiefs. the prettiest no. helmets. How dare you? Uh, the Jimmy Graham touchdown. Because you say San Francisco has been on some controversial calls this yep. year. Controversial. Jimmy mm-hmm. Graham goes up for a hail mary pass, brings it down in the end zone for a fifty-one. After yard pushing pass. off, uh, his hands had touched. The re- when does anything ever get called in a hail mary? Then never. Well, never. It should. They just let him go. If it's a let rule, play. if it's a rule in the first quarter, it's a rule in the fourth quarter. And I, Ray. And I hear the defender for um for San Francisco. What is this? It's in my ear. He just got signed to the UEFA. He's going to be playing soccer from now on because he's shown on the biggest stages he can take the biggest dives. Okay, right. How can you flop Diving. when the per- you can't see the person even going to push you from behind? You can flop by you feel a couple hands on you, just touching oh, you a little bit. So you feel a couple hands on you extending their hands, which is very slightly interference. Uh, he was flopping before let's the hands sure were even extended. Let's make sure there he was, was not. Gap. There was a gap let's in between make the sure, two. Let's make sure this guy gets the call right, because if not, they're not going to call it. They shouldn't have called it. They should have, and they did. Saints. Saints beat the 49ers, and then it just didn't happen. Ray, you told me that you told me off air that the the Saints did not deserve that game. I never said that. You off said air. they're a bottom three team. Oh my goodness! How dare you? I would, you're just trying to get me in trouble at home. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I'm how telling the truth. You? How dare you? Well, okay, fair enough then. And then my final thought here: uh, see what you think about this. The NFL re- reinstatements are happening right now. Alden Smith's about to come back. Uh, Josh Gordon's a step from coming back right now, and who just got cleared of a felony to a misdemeanor. Adrian Peterson. AP. Aiden Peterman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was an inside joke for people. Uh, Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. D- d- now, here's the deal. If he gets reinstated this week, do the Vikings even take him back? There has been much anti-Adrian Peterson back- backwash, backwash his, backlash his, from the well, Minnesota community and from the owner's booth. The coaches want him back. And so do the other players. They've of course forgiven they him. do. They, they've forgiven that he's Adrian Peterson, and he could maybe win some games because they're not out of it. Okay, they're four and five. That's not out yeah. of it. They still get to play Chicago. That's it's not true. out of it. Yeah, anyone has a chance against Chicago's defense right now. Anybody's got a chance to put up 55 against Chicago's right. defense right now. But here's the deal. Put it on the record. This is not a bet or anything. Mm-hmm. Just your thought. Does Adrian Peterson play this year, and does he play this year for the Vikings? He does. Yes to both. Yes to both. Yes. I'm going to say no to both. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that the front office is just not going to let it happen because of all the we've finally gotten past this domestic battery thing. Roger Goodell, might I point out, still has his job. There's no way they put that back in the limelight again. 
There's right. just no way. Well, then why are they reinstating him? Well, he hasn't been reinstated officially. The, the Right now, the NFL is saying, well, we need all this extra paperwork from you before we'll talk about doing it. And who's to say he's even in game shape right now? And who's to say the Vikings even let him on the field? There's just too many variables, I think. I don't think he makes it back on the field. Yeah, okay. So that's a bet. Okay, cool. We'll be- <laughs> that's a bet. <laughs> oh. Good, we bet nothing. Yay. Well, cool. We're going to talk a little bit about SEC football. Why? Because they're the best. They're all the best. Some people would say that. Yeah, they would, wouldn't they? Some people say, after three seconds of Van Halen. So with only two games to go, two to three games, depending on who you are, in the college football season, are you actually telling me there's a chance Nebraska could win out and make the finals the playoffs of the national championship this year? Say it ain't so. I wouldn't say that there's an amazing chance. There's a 100% chance. But there's a chance. Will you guys play at Wisconsin? Well, there's a 100% chance that there's a chance, yes. Yes, thank you. <laughs> well, you said before you played at Wisconsin. At Wisconsin. Who win. Uh, guaranteed victory uh, by four touchdowns. Ray, you don't have to troll me on this because they've never won at Wisconsin. So Till today. Well, the, at least since the we've been in the happens. Big Ten, we've never won at Wisconsin, yeah. and we haven't even had—I don't think—a close game at Wisconsin. Can I say you, that? Remember when we were at Matt Harris's wedding in the Wisconsin? <laughs> uh, remember when you? Okay, quick backstory: I knew the score of that game, which was like seventy-seven. I think it was to seventy-seven nothing. to fourteen, or it was something terrible. Like that. Or no, seventy-seven to twenty-eight. It was well, the twenty-eight was caught, all caught in garbage time. Like it was I, a boat Ray, race. The score was seventy-seven to twenty-eight. Give up seventy-seven points yeah. to Wisconsin, and Brent said. Do not tell me the score of this game. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm DVRing it. I'm watching when I go, and I show up at the game. And I, I show up at the wedding, and I know the score, and I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to be like, Brent, you, can I just tell you? <laughs> Without actually saying it, Yeah. I'm trying to not give up the farm, but be like, you really don't. You're not going to want to enjoy that game. Like, You really just should know, so that way you don't waste the rest of your evening. I didn't. I watched for about 10 minutes, and then I fast-forwarded, because I was like, oh, it's 28 nothing. Yikes. Yikes! Yikes! Anyway, point is they haven't played at Wisconsin well. I feel like they will play okay this week, but I still don't know if that'll be enough to win. Wisconsin's playing better than they were. Melvin Gordon, their running back, who's a good running back. But if they get past them, then they just have to get past Minnesota, who's which, okay. again, Minnesota's okay. playing pretty well. It's at home. And then at Iowa, which that should be a win. But Sorry, we should have beat, beat them last year, and we lost them last year. So is it? And then we would have to beat Ohio State or whoever in the other so you have to beat Ohio State. So we would have to. I don't know that any of those games are gimmies. <laughs> they could be. They're eight. What are they? Eight and one now. They could be eight and five. The big question I have: Will Nebraska hold Wisconsin to under seventy points? Yes, one hundred percent. How much confidence? One hundred percent. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, now, if you say under thirty points, then I don't think. It's they, uh, well, maybe, Not but I don't know. Not in Madison. But, yeah, we'll see. And we can talk about the juggernaut Big Ten game of the entire weekend: Northwestern. Hosting your Michigan Wolverines in the moon game because at halftime it was M00N. <laughs> moon. Trending on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. M O O N. That spells terrible football. Yeah, it does. Well, at least that was my tweet about it. But uh, yeah, Michigan pulled it down. Dominant defense once again shows up against the 114th rated offense of Northwestern. <sighs> but you know what you got to do? Beat the team in front of you, Brent. And that's why I'm predicting right now on the Raisin Brent podcast that the University of Michigan will be bowl eligible and playing somewhere in a bowl game. I believe, yeah. I believe that's now that they won that Northwestern game, that was probably their last chance to slip up. A team that they, you know, they, they have, have Maryland at home. Yeah, they and then should at win. At Ohio State. Well, that one that's they're going a win. to lose. That's a win. Uh, so Guaranteed. Uh, are they going to be playing at the, you know, the. Budget Auto North Hollywood Bowl? The North probably? Hollywood Auto Center Yeah, uh, Bowl? Boy, wouldn't that be nice? But let's face facts, though. Despite whatever bowl game they play, and it could be the Poulon Weed Eater Bowl, mm-hmm. which is a real thing. The Meineke Car Care Bowl, mm-hmm. which is a real thing. The Beef O'Brady Bowl, the which Beef is a pretty good Brady bowl. It's yeah. just not suck. Just don't, don't, don't play in the Hooters Bowl. Why not? Just hope that they do not end up in the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Louisiana, known as the bowl nobody wants to play in ever ever because it's just such a junk junk place to play a game i'll take the gotham bowl i'll play in yankee stadium because that's kind of cool even if we have to play you know fire up chips from central michigan or something i don't even care 
Send us Syracuse. Send you, us you, can't, you do not be picky, Ray. A couple weeks ago, it looked like you were not going to even get a sniff of six wins. Here's the deal. You're right. And I, for two weeks ago, if you would have asked me, I would have said Michigan's not going to make it into a bowl game. And now I have at least some confidence and some hope that they get eligible. And I'm going to get more excited about them playing this year in a bowl game. No matter how junk the opponent is, they could be playing Marshall. They could be playing well, <laughs> South Florida. Odds are they're Don't gonna, care. Odds are you're going to have a pretty you know beatable team to play. Because we're going to be playing in a terrible bowl game. What if Michigan lays an egg against Maryland this week? Forcing them to go to Ohio State to yeah. win, to be bowl eligible. Yeah. I'll tell you what exactly happens in that case. Michigan will go 5-7. and seven. <laughs> Yeah. And miss being any bowls. I'll be just, I'm excited to be in a bowl, what can I say? But how about that SEC? Now, I've got a gripe I want to say right now. Michigan State just lost to Ohio State, and uh, it happens. There's a big-time ranked Big Ten team that loses sometimes to an unranked team, sometimes to a not-as-good-ranked team. And the national media, when this happens, they all poke holes, and they go, oh, look at that. That means that Michigan State obviously, obviously wasn't that good. Oh, that Nebraska team lost to an unranked team, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, if, if they lose to, like, Minnesota or something. Never happens. Well, it's just going to go to show that the, the Big Ten is just overrated. Mm-hmm. None of those teams are any good. Look how bad those teams are they're losing to. But in the SEC, Texas A&M can go ahead and win a game, what, against Auburn over mm-hmm. the weekend? Right. Texas A&M unranked. Auburn ranked, like, number three in the country. Yeah. And all they say afterwards after they game, nobody says, oh, there we go, proof Auburn was a fraudulent, Auburn was overrated. What do they say, Brent? Oh, I guess that just shows how good the SEC is. Look how much depth there is in the SEC. Why would an unranked SEC team beat a highly ranked team? They don't talk about it being an exposure. Why is that, Brent? Is it because the ESPN signed a huge contract to show all the SEC games and and they need to prop these teams up to try to get better ratings? And then when you talk to them, you mention it to them, they get all mad and they get all high and mighty. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's why when the uh, the ESCPN... (laughs) Can we start calling them that now? ESCPN? Sure. Did there? When the ESC, I can't say it, so I'm not going to say it anymore. When ESPN puts their final four teams, and three of them are SEC teams from the same division, you just have to think, yeah, something's weird about this. This is wonky. One team from the SEC should get in. There are too many conferences and too many good teams to have the team Make it that di- didn't even make it to the SEC championship game. That's upsetting. Well, at least now things are starting to shake out. Okay, where you've got Mississippi State's number one. Okay, they're nine and zero, and you got to give it to them. Fine, and they beaten. Yeah, they're they're very good. They, they play Alabama, so we'll see what happens this weekend. Alabama, but... uh, yeah, Alabama has one loss, and they almost lost last week. Shoulda. Yep, they did not, but they almost did, and they did Auburn losing. So now they're done to number nine. Ole Miss. How are these teams? Auburn's seven and two, and they're number nine. Ole Miss is eight and two. They're number ten. Nebraska eight and one. They're under them. You know what I mean? Well, that's because those losses came to the other highly ranked SEC teams. That's right. And it's not like who does the SEC teams? Who do they play in their non-conference schedule? Yeah, Our Lady a of, of North, the Poor. It's a lot of Northwestern Louisiana, Southeastern Louisiana. Don't they just schedule four like FCS teams now? Usually, yeah. They, they don't even they don't even try. So I don't even understand. Like they don't play anybody out of conference. And to the SEC honks who might be hearing this, over the what is it the last twelve years? I, I saw a stat recently, and I don't have it in front of me. But over the last like twelve years of bowl games, the SEC has an exactly five hundred record in those bowl games. So when they're actually taken out of their comfort zone and forced to play anybody, anybody who matters, they cannot get it done on a regular basis. Yeah, and you you know how I felt about Nebraska's team last year. I thought they were okay. They weren't that great. Decent, not great. Yeah. They beat Georgia last year. And Georgia was supposed to be like what number four in the country or something when that yeah, happened. When they started, Silly. when they started during the year, Silly. They were, yeah. I and mean, it just they don't they don't show up in those games. I mean, what it, it just doesn't make sense to me. The only reason why the SEC seems so dominant is because ESPN has allowed the perception of them to be that they are so dominant. Well, they always and, play the night games on ESPN. Yeah, ratings. They have the high time uh, the the uh, prime time games. They get the bulk of the sports. They center have good team. And to be honest, Ray, they won all those national championships in a row. Yeah, they so, did. So that's but, it, true. but in some of those games, they were playing each other. But that doesn't mean that... They had rematches in the yeah. National Championship game. That's embarrassing. Of course they're winning when they're each team in the National Championship game <laughs> plays in the SEC. <laughs> wow, how do they keep doing it? It's embarrassing. Uh, yeah. But remember, remember what happened a few years ago when Michigan and Ohio State were ranked 1-2, and two, and they played a game that came right down to it. It was a one-score game. And, and then what happens... 
Michigan stays ranked number two after that loss to number one Ohio State. And people were like, line it up, do it again. These are clearly the two best teams in football. And then through no fault of their own, because Michigan played no more games, Florida, whoop, 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 SEC team just jumps right over them. Why can't that happen going the other way? Why do the SEC teams who play each other and lose? Well, they're number two. Just keep them there. That's fine. Right. Nobody can pass them because of perception. And it's starting to make me a little bit chapped. I don't know if you can tell that. I can tell. Fair enough. Well, that's really all I had to say, Brent. Let's go over, you know, since we're talking about Texas A&M, okay? Let's look at their schedule and see if, you know, maybe they are good. Oh, I'm sure there's some great all teams right, they beat in their see. non-conference schedule. Uh, they beat Lamar. Lamar! They beat Rice. <laughs> Did they beat Chloe, though? <laughs> no. They beat Rice. Oh, Rice! Oh, man. Ooh. And they beat SMU. SMU, Southern Methodist University. The Wild Mustangs. I'm sure that Southern Miss has put up a great record this year. And then when they got into the, you know, the SEC... They they won in overtime against Arkansas. Okay. Arkansas, I think, has like a really long streak of not winning an SEC game. So they, they beat them in overtime. Okay. Then they lost pretty handily at Mississippi State. Then they lost handily at home to Ole Miss. Then they got beat 59 to nothing by Alabama. 59 nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and then the week after that, they won by five points against Louisiana Monroe. Louisiana Monroe. Oh, you got to Oh man, that's a rough one. But then good, jo- oh, good all scheduling of a SEC. They win they win at Auburn by 3 points and they got a bunch of like votes in the poll again. And they're back suddenly. Congratulations on beating Lamar and Rice and Southern Methodist and Louisiana Monroe. They have what seven wins on the season, is that right? They beat one Four of those teams are f- complete frauds. Yeah. And yet, note and me even and I go on Twitter and I suggested that maybe this means that Auburn isn't that good. That maybe Auburn Auburn is a little overrated. And I got I got people, complete strangers, writing me back telling me how dumb I was. I mean, explain this to me. It's perception over reality. I mean, I would love to disagree with you, Ray, and I do often, but I don't right now. Thank you, thank you. Well, you know what? Then better end the segment before something gets said that you're going right. to disagree with. So you ready to talk some Walking Dead? Yes, sir. Let's do it. After three seconds of Warrant. The Walking Dead. This is the best show on television, right? It's the best show on television right now, Ray. Now that Breaking Bad is gone, this is the best show on television. Well, number two behind Okay, let's say Breaking Bad is on right now and also this season of Walking Dead. Which one's a better show? (sighs) I don't know. Yeah, it's real close. I mean, it's hard to compare the two shows. They're different types of shows. They're both dramas. Both dramas. Mm. They both have zombies. They both have blue meth. They both have, yeah, a lot of drugs. Yeah. Both have guys in hats. Yep. But I will say, maybe it's the second best show on television behind um, uh, Gotham. Shut up. <laughs> Is that show still on? Uh, I have like three backed up in my DVR now. I do need to get you. I, I, think, I think my wife's done watching it. Yeah, I think it. I think she's done. I, I think, think it accidentally stopped forward. recording on my v- DVR. You didn't via, fix it? Yeah, I didn't. Oh. I just, a couple weeks went by. I was like, oh, it's not taping anymore. Oh, well. Well, I finally made the decision to give up on Sleepy Hollow. You should have known going yeah. in that it was going to be terrible. It's not terrible. It's just it's, it's not, it's just not holding my interest anymore. But uh, <laughs> Walking Dead right now, it's the most amazing thing going television. Not a dud episode all season. Not an, an even nope. good episode all season. Every episode has been great. Every episode has been great. And, uh, you know, I made some predictions about how this last episode was going to go. You were completely wrong. Yeah, because they jumped tracks and followed completely different characters. Well, we're going to find out how right wrong. I am next week. Completely wrong. Just trans- And we'll see. We will see. Yeah. Okay, and for the folks right now that are listening that are not caught up, for, shame on you. It's been 24 hours. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, Walking Dead, we're going to be... You should have known we started talking about Walking Dead. You can turn it off. We're going to be forward. spoiling again. If you don't know by now, we will be talking about the episode that just happened. So spoilers alert. Fast forward ahead if you're that guy. Or if you can't wait to watch this show and you want to hear what finds out in a delightful way. Well, then you should stick around. Yep. Yeah, why not? So in this last episode, our boy Eugene, yep. who I, in a previous episode, had theorized was a complete fraud who was actually using them for whatever reason to get to D.C. And then once he got there, would have no idea what to do. What was revealed on this week's episode? Exactly that. Exactly that. He grew a spine a little bit, grew a little bit of a conscience. He saw a situation where there were like a bazillion zombies in the path ahead, and he realized, 
man, I can't, I can't keep this lie up anymore. Do you think he grew a conscience? Is that what you think happened? I th- yes, because I think at a certain point, when he saw all the zombies out there, he realized that Abraham was going to force them to go through all those zombies because he believed in Eugene, and that people were going to die that he finally cared about. Well, I, I kind of have a different take on it, because I feel like he already let people die in he this did. cause. And right? he named every single one of them, so obviously there was an impact. Yeah, well, so then they, he must have cared about them also if he knew every single one of them. But they weren't Abraham, though. And he realized Abraham had lost it. Abraham was basically like, he's gone crazy at that point. He's gone Rick Grimes crazy and was about to get everybody killed. And I, he did not want to see that happen. I think that he was afraid of being unmasked, one, where they were getting closer, and he didn't want that to happen. And he, right. he tried to stop the bus from going. That didn't work. He tried to shoot up the other truck and that kept them going that one time he's like let's keep going and he's like i don't want to right yep okay so i think that happened and then i also think eugene i don't think he grew a conscience okay okay because he already named the other people the second thing is the other reason that he stops is he knows that they might get killed by the zombies right and then he won't get to watch abraham doing it anymore oh that was weird <laughs> that was just creepy when all of a sudden, he's behind the bookshelf again. Like, apparently, that's apparently normal. Straight out of the comic book. Is that right? Yeah. That was so creepy. But then what was so weird is that the other lady uh, is just like, hey, okay, y'all got to go now. And then she peeks over the bookcase. She's like, what? Hmm? Uh, nice. Nice. Now, that was a little bit uh, creepy and weird. And the, the fact that Abraham's that's just totally... That's how things are in the zombie apocalypse. But that's... Things are... Get a little privacy. Evolving, they're devolving. Oh, my goodness. Back in there, wherever it lived no. in, you know. What was weird was Eugene watching. What was extra weird was Abraham being like, let him watch. Yeah. Why not? That's how things are in the apocalypse. All right, yeah, sure. Why not? survive a minute, Ray. If you oh, and I are in the zombie longer. apocalypse, I'd be watching you do it all the time. Well, thank you for thinking I'd be doing it in the apocalypse. Yeah. Welcome to episode 69, everybody. Zombie Ray... Well, I'm assuming it'll be a zombie ray doing it. Oh. Yeah. You wouldn't live, but I'd be like, oh, watch that zombie just going at it. That's just weird. Yeah. It's horrifying, in fact. Really? A little bit horrifying. I think it's a little erotic. So let me ask you this question, (laughs) then. Thank you, because I want to jump tracks now. Next week, obviously, is another hospital episode. We get to see Carol. We get to see... Daryl, mm-hmm. probably get to see Beth. We get to see Everybody Hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. <laughs> Too bad we keep calling him that. I don't know what his name is. It's Everybody Hates Chris. And uh, so my predictions from last week's Raisin Brent hold true to this episode. That's what I think happens. Tell me what you think happens in this episode. How does this hospital situation get I think get what you're saying is the Resolve. logical thing, Ray. That's the logical thing to happen. What I'm just hoping is that they surprise us like they often do. You know? Like by telling everybody Eugene's a fraud when I totally nailed it. Yeah, but a lot of people thought that, and they put out a lot of clues. I mean... There were a lot of clues. Yeah. That's how I picked up on it. Okay, well... I'm very smart, you know. So, okay, if so you picked up on a lot of clues, then you must not be that smart. You just, like, followed the clues. I'm like a sleuth. You're like... <laughs> I'm like Encyclopedia Brown up in here. How can he jangle coins in his pocket when there was only one coin in his pocket? That kid was a liar. Yep. Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> Thank you. How come that kid was pretending like he was walking stiff-legged, and now there's two BB guns missing from the store? He put the BB guns in the back of his pants. Oh, I thought he was a zombie. Nope. I thought he was Frankenstein. Done. So what happens, Brent? You tell me what happens. You tell me you're telling me I'm wrong. I didn't say you're wrong. I said I am hoping that something else other than that happens. If you you were writing it, how would you write it? How would I write it? Well, first of all, Carol just dies. Carol's already dead. Yeah, she immediately dies. Because you hate Carol, apparently. Yeah. She's great. Actually, I've kind of... You know what? I did really hate Carol before. I did. I did, too. somehow the show redeemed her for me. Completely. I, she's a BA now. And I don't even hate that they did that. She's like the zombie whisperer. Although she does look like if, you, you know, if you're walking around in the dark, you might mix her up for Carl, because they do kind of look alike, her and Carl. I actually always mistook her for uh, Jamie Lee Curtis from the Activia commercials. Oh, she does look a little bit like mm, Jamie Lee Curtis from the Activia commercials. Activia. How do they stay regular? Uh, okay, I'm just I'm, I'm not. Just I, don't, I, I haven't been sitting here hypothesizing, Ray. So let me th- off the top of my head, off the top of your head, you're uh, writing the show. What would I like to have happen? So Carol's dead. <laughs> Carol's not dead. Um, okay, Carol comes in, and then her and Beth team up and just violently take out everyone. So what I said. Well, that's what I would want to happen. Okay, yeah. So I'm right again. Or well, in the comic books, what did Daryl do in this situation? Or they just <laughs> leave. Or actually, here's what I would like to have happen: the lady in charge of the cops. What's her She's name? She's terrible. Yeah, dummy punch. They face. kill everyone and just leave her by herself 
and just have uh, a bunch of draw and just have her trapped in the hospital by herself. Her and, that? The, her and the doctor and no with one her else. and her thoughts and what she's done. You think about what you've done. Let now. me ask this question: That doctor guy is he cool or is he like creepy? He's creepy, dude. Because he puts on the facade of being like kind of an okay guy. Like he's you'd, you'd want to kind of hang out with that guy in the zombie apocalypse. He's got cool records. Isn't he cool? Uh, isn't he like cool old guy that's trying to hang out with young people? Guy? I was just gonna say he gives me this cool gym teacher vibe. Yeah, like <laughs> which is never hey man, not, co- not weird. You ever listen to Electric Light Orchestra? Oh, it's pretty trippy. Well, we'd have to take some some acid for it to be good. It's better with no pants on. Yeah. Oh, boy. My pants are real slippery today. They're just falling off. <laughs> he does kind of have that creepy... Not as much as that cop did, though. Oh, that well, at least that sucker. guy's straight up with it. You know that he is a jerk. That guy is a creeper and yeah. a half. And he got his for it, too. He got though. his. And Beth, she tricked him. Yep. She outsmarted him and let that zombie zomboid him. Mm-hmm. And then she thought it was going to get another cop, but it was an exciting episode. Yeah, I'm not sure, because we saw the previews for next week, right? We did. And they showed... Uh, it looked like Carol and Daryl... Like hanging out outside of the hospital. But that could have been before that she went in, though, too. No, ab- well, yeah. absolutely, it's before she went in. Yeah, if they yeah, get yeah. outside the hospital, they're freaking running away. I would right? think. Unless I they've mean, blown the place up and they have nothing to be afraid of, then they just light up two cigarettes and they're maybe. just like, hit it. But then they also showed them in the sneak preview, they showed them burying a tiny body in a shroud. Rut row, Raggy. Who's that? It could have just been some baby from the hospital. Could have been. I mean, they, uh, you, I think they, want, they Rip, want you to Rick think Grimes it's kid. Beth, but it looked too small to be Beth. Way I mean, too she's small tiny, but. What if it's just Beth's head? What if just part of Beth? What if she got decapitated? Wow. We brought back her head as tribute. And Rick Grimes is like, Coral! Coral! Why'd you bring her back? No, I'm not, I'm Carol. Coral! 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 <laughs> he even mixes up their names. And then, and then, and then Carol looks at Rick Grimes and he, she just goes, I was just trying to get a head in this world. <laughs> And then that one guy comes back from from the dead, sees Carol, and goes, Claimed! Well, in any case, we're definitely going to be looking forward to it. This is the best show on television. And if you're not watching, you absolutely should be. Three episodes left? Seems like such a short season. This year. It feels like it, but it's probably been like a good seven or eight episodes so far, right? No, I think it's been like... Did you like ten, right? We always have these breaks. They're on for eight weeks, and they're off. You know what? If they're going to keep it this... We're going crazy! If they're going to keep it this good, I'd say keep Uh, going. Absolutely. Yeah. What's there's a video game maker who said, you know what? Um, you could make a great game that takes too long or takes longer than you expected, but if you put out a game early, it's bad forever. Yep. Same way with Walking Dead. Take your time because it, if you start trying to rush it, it'll be bad forever. By the way, has that last episode of the second season of Walking Dead? I don't think that's come out yet. Is that out? The Telltale Walking Dead? Did you play those games? Did. I don't think the last episode of season two is out yet. Yes, or, it is. When? It came out like a month ago. Oh, good. Then I'm gonna play it tonight. I'm still on like episode two. Really? Oh, it's great. I hear it's great. Yeah. I hear the fifth episode is bazonga crazy. <laughs> we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Motley Crew. So we've been doing a lot of video gaming lately. I mean, a lot of cool stuff has come out. Uh, we've talked about in previous episodes, I'm still playing Sunset Overdrive, and I'm still playing Evil Within, and those are both absolutely fantastic. But there's a game we're playing together. Yes. Would you like to tell people what it is? Borderlands, the pre-sequel. The pre-sequel Borderlands. This is Borderlands 1.5. And uh, what do you think? Now that we've both beaten the game, we've pretty much done everything there is to do in the game. Yeah. We don't have all the achievements, but I mean, we've pretty much we've done every quest. We've beaten the main story. We've beaten the raid boss. It's it's just it's okay. I would give it a solid like seven out of ten. Yeah, I would give it higher than that. I'd give it about an eight and a half. I mean, it's a little it's just, short. It's too short. It's a little short. Yeah, but it's all good. It's, you know what I mean? It is all good. It it's, didn't like it's short because the thing the thing about Borderlands sometimes is I like the game. It gets a little repetitive sometimes, and sure. and it takes a little too long. It's like let's get get to it. But that's what I like about it. Is you can just play a section, do a mission, and like twenty minutes later, you're done. You can keep going. You can play it in small increments. It's it's just this game. Is, it's the jokes to me don't hit nearly as well as the ones do in Borderlands Two, mm-hmm. and it's just it's very very short. And yeah. now that I've beaten it all the way through, ideally I'm supposed to want to play a different character and ride that character through it. I don't want to. I kind of feel like I'm play d- claptrap. I played a little bit of claptrap, and that was great. He was fun. I just it's just nothing new. You know, it, to me, it wasn't enjoyable enough to just keep doing again and I again. I agree. Again. There's not as much stuff as last time, but Borderlands 2 is epic. That it was, was one of the greatest game. games of a generation. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, we're comparing it to that. And I, th- I think this is also a game that's kind of tidying us over before Borderlands 3. Once open. You know, it's it's an interesting thing to tie. And, and it tied a lot of strength. You know, I, sometimes people say, well, I don't know what the story is, but where does Jack guy come from? And now we know. Handsome Jack, where he came from. 
He was just Jack. Okay. And then he got handsome. Did you know, do you remember in, in uh, at Borderlands 2, there was a pistol, I think, on the game called Gwen's Head? <laughs> no. It was a thing about... Uh, oh, Seven. Seven. Okay. You know, there's a, there's also, I haven't I haven't found it, I don't know what kind of, I don't know if it's another pistol, but there's a weapon on this game called Gwen's Other Head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just dumb. Uh, I like it, great. though. Yeah. I like it though. I also like the uh, the Rat Man. I was hoping that the Rack raid Man. boss at the end would be different than just the amped up That's end of the game boss. Do, yeah, but hey, we did it. We did it. We beat it. Uh, and you can't beat like the action skills that you get with Claptrap, where he literally turns into a pirate ship, or literally turns into a rubber ducky. That's and right. Bounces around the board. What does he look like when he turns into the pirate ship? Uh, he just grows cannons in the front. Oh, okay. His arms become like auto cannons, and nice. he's just like those cannons ain't no joke. Oh, uh, they do some damage. Yeah. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap up the show right here. It's time Let's to do, do some it. contact information. Contact information. So you can go ahead and uh, email the show. Can I start there? Why not? Sure. Raybrentpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, is this the first time I've ever done this? What's going I don't on know. in my head? I'm yeah. freezing up. You can hit me up at Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. Or you can tweet at the show at Raybrentpodcast. I just gave you our email. So how about our Facebook? That's Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. You can hit us up on iTunes. We would love it if you subscribe to the show. Give us a five-star review. Put some funny words in there, and we'll do something with it someday. <laughs> also, Stitcher Radio. The Stitcher Radio web-based app. You can download the app to your phone listen to us that way. Or, in fact, you could just listen to it through your browser at work with headphones on. Or don't put headphones on and annoy all your coworkers. With the sound nice. of Brent's voice. My voice is melodic and melodic. I would use the word dulcet to hmm. refer to my voice. Would you? And no one else would. Yeah. I no, nobody. So There's a lot of people we got to thank. We got, of course, thank David Noel for producing. David, one and eight in our fantasy Raisin Brent League. About to be one and nine. About to be one. Oh, boy, David, what's happening? Hey, but he was on a one game winning streak hey, for a while. You know what they for say? One, week. one game is a streak. Yep. Does anyone say that? You know what else is a streak? My nine pants. out of 10. Ooh. <laughs> I was going to say my pants. Hey, I can't Yikes. really troll David too much. My team is in a free fall. You're in a perpetual oh, down spiral. I am. Well, I need guys to get healthy. I need one guy to get healthy, and then I and then my quarterback's heads to keep fall, stop falling off. I know there's yeah. one guy in your team you don't need to get healthy, and that's Greg Olson tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> By the time you hear this, you will know what will have happened, and it will be hilarious. I think that Cam and Greg have been putting in extra time this week to get their timing back, and this will be the week when Greg Olson goes off for two touchdowns and 100 yards. Here's the deal. And LaShawn McCoy goes off for two touchdowns at 120 yards. Could happen. And I lose. <laughs> Could happen, ladies and gentlemen. So we also want to thank, of course, Jordan Monsell. Monsell me smart. Silhouettes, yeah, silhouettes by, Jordan by Jordan on Facebook. That's right. Or just go to jordanmonsell.com. We also got to, of course, thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wreck. Anybody you want to thank, Brent? You know, every week... You always ask me, like, at the end of the story, is anyone I want to thank? And I have to come up with some joke. I mean, you have to end, I make some joke about Matt Stafford. Uh-huh. Do, I, do we just have to, like, do that every week until the end of time? Is that how every show has to end? Yeah. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. Well, it's stupid because you said that's how we end every show, and then we didn't end it that way. Right. It's it's like counter comedy. It's mm. like ironic. It's like counter comedy. That's exactly counter comedy. That's exactly how I describe you to other people. Do you like count? Do you like comedy? Ray is counter comedy. Good night, everybody. <laughs>